Welcome to the Not So Simple Life. Meet your hosts, Kylie Vanami and Sophie Longford. These two fashion models are talking all things wellness, beauty, fashion, and all the not so simple things in between. Let's get into it. Welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today in this very exciting episode. And I promise you won't regret tuning in because we have Rachel Katzman coming on and she is going to be talking all about the magic behind her fitness brand, Pevolve and explaining the many, many benefits of this workout. That's right, guys. Rachel Katzman is the co-founder of this highly successful workout program that I'm sure so many of you guys have been seeing on your Instagram pages, just like both of us have. She's sharing so much with us today from fitness tips to dealing with her newly found Lyme disease, nutrition tips, and just how she built a booming business in the fitness space. This interview is right up our alley here at the Not So Simple Life, and we know you guys are going to j'adore this episode. Yeah, you guys know how much we love low-impact workouts because it's all focused on doing movements that you would do in your day-to-day lives, just like walking down the street or picking up your kids from school, all these little muscles that you use daily that you find painful. In. This method is all about trying to target that and strengthen those muscles so that you don't endure pain on your day-to-day lives. So it's very different. And I think it's really cool what they've done with this. Yeah. During her interview, she was telling us how she loves morning movement and she just loves waking up and getting her body going. And she was rolling her shoulders back and saying how she just opens herself up. And I was like, yes, that is what we all need to do. We need to be opening up feeling good, not feeling so exhausted after a workout. Look, I love a high intensity workout every once in a blue. I just burned out my legs and soul cycled two days ago and was on a total high after, but long-term and for something that you do so often, these types of workouts are essential. What Mm -hmm. have you really been doing lately, Sophie? What type of workouts have you been having good luck with? Well, you know what? I went to the gym for the first time in so long the other day and Usually I'm all about the low impact yoga, Pilates, all that kind of stuff. But for the first time I was going hardcore on the cardio and I had such a cardio high. I was like obsessed. I did not want to stop Mm -hmm. when I was on such a roll. I was like, I want to do this every day. And by the evening time, I was like, I want to go and do it again. It was like really addictive in the moment, but you can't do it too often because it's it's quite hard on your body. So now I'm going, going to go back to doing some stretching and some yoga and then occasionally going to get that cardio high. What about you? Yeah, you're our little yoga queen. I never do my yoga, but you know, I'm doing Pilates with Sarah Brooks Pilates three days a week, probably. I've just recently started weight training. So for Mm. me, I recently hit a workout slump. I want to say a couple months ago where I was just a little uninspired to do my workouts. I couldn't move my body unless I had a trainer or someone with me to push me to do it. And I'm typically the person who wakes up every day so excited to move. So what I did was I implemented something new into my routine, doing weight training at the live method on Mondays and Fridays, and I'm loving it. I'm feeling inspired again. I'm feeling excited to be moving my body in different ways, working on different muscles. And that's why we're both so excited to give Pevolve a good try because anything new and anything that shocks your body and works new muscles is so good. It's so great for your body to just have that variety and find something that really works for you. So I think my biggest advice recently when it comes to working out is just keep yourself on your toes and make sure you find the workout that works for you personally. It doesn't have to work for anyone else, but if you feel good and get the results you're looking for out of it, stick with it. 
Yeah. And you know what I picked up recently, which has been such a game changer for me is I was in the mountains in Switzerland doing a hell of a lot of hiking. And I started drinking beetroot juice before I would go for these long hikes. And I'm telling you, my stamina was next level. Like I just wanted to keep going and going and climbing these mountains. Usually I'm dying after like 20 minutes, but I was like four hours into this hike. Beetroot. Like the little red powder. Well, it's not powder. It's a vegetable. Beetroot supplements. It's a root vegetable. Oh, you eat the root. You eat the vegetable. (laughs) You eat the vegetable. Have you never seen a beetroot before? I don't think beetroot is ringing a bell for me. Have you never had a beetroot salad? Beetroot juice? I think we just just call them beets here. (laughs) Okay, yeah. This is the disconnect. They're like red and slimy and like kind of magenta. You can boil it. You can roast it. You can have it raw however you want it you can juice it what I was doing I was doing it in a smoothie and having it with some blueberries and all that kind of stuff and having it raw and I'm telling you it's supposed to make your blood flow so much better so you get a lot more oxygen so I was going up these mountains with so much energy because I just felt like I could breathe better I was just alive I was four hours into the hike and I was like should we go back down this way it's an extra two hours but like I could do it I was so energized. It was such a good pre-workout drink. Like I could not recommend it more. I'm going to definitely have this every day. I'm so intrigued as well, because for those of you who have never spent much time in the mountains, it's low oxygen already. So it's already hard to breathe. Like when triathletes mm-hmm. are trying to get into shape for their big triathlons, they literally work out in like Aspen or somewhere in the mountains because it's harder. Because then when they go down to ground level and normal places, they're so strong. So if you were feeling those benefits in the mountains after after just arriving there for a few days, I feel like, I feel like you're onto something here. So it was so good. Also, it's amazing at reducing the risk of heart attacks because obviously it's improving your blood flow. So it takes that risk right down. So if you know anyone who's at high risk, then that is a major tip. And you Americans beats. beats. <laughs> beat root for Sophie. I call those beats. But anyways, guys, we are so excited to dive into this interview with Rachel. We know you guys are just going to pick up so many tips and tricks. So without further ado, let's get Rachel Katzman on the show. All right, everybody. Rachel Katzman is in the house. Thank you so much for being here with us. We can't wait to get into this with you. Thanks guys so much for having me. I'm so excited. Sure. For anyone on here who maybe hasn't heard of Pevolve or heard of you, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell us just a little bit about your journey and becoming a co-founder in the fitness space. Yeah. So I launched this brand back in 2017 when I was 25 years old and really was looking you know, for an alternative way to take care of my body. Prior to that, starting Pevolve, I was young, 20s, and really trying to just start to lead a healthier lifestyle and was bouncing around to all the boutique studios and fitness studios in New York City, high intensity training. And I wasn't really reaching my physical fitness goals. And I was really breaking my body down. I found my body to be in excruciating pain. I went to the doctor I found out I had scoliosis and, you know, like so many other women that I met was pushing through that pain because I was really trying to reach these more vanity focused goals. I then met my other co-founder, Steven, and he really, you know, started teaching me about a new way to work out. And that was really based on functional movement and low impact exercises, resistance training, learning how to use my own body weight and really educating me on my body. 
very quickly, I started to see those physical results that I was looking for, but more importantly, my body felt good. It felt like it was working properly. My pain went away. My back pain went away. My hips felt more open. My feet and my ankles felt more mobile, which I didn't even know that, you know, how important that truly was until I started to really get in tune with myself and get to know my body. So, you know, we set out to launch Pevolve and launched it with our proprietary equipment line, a small studio in Chinatown and our global on-demand streaming platform. And now fast forward, you know, four years and we've just brought on so many amazing certified trainers to continue to evolve this method, as well as, you know, creating our clinical advisory board with these incredible doctors that really work hand in hand with our trainers to create our, our content, our workouts. Amazing. Well, we want to talk all about the PVOLV method and exactly how it works. But first, let's talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. So for someone listening to this episode who may be interested in creating a business in the wellness and fitness industry, where should they start and what advice would you give them? So I would say advice would be really understanding your why. Why do you feel like, you know, you need to create a new product or put something new into the marketplace. What problem are you trying to solve? And, you know, don't just jump into it because it's the hot, trendy kind of space right now. It's very competitive, but you can stand out if you're different. So I think first and foremost, that has to be important. And does your product actually work? I think consumers are very, very smart these days. And second, you know, test, test and try, go really down and dirty and get small little focus groups and make sure and get any feedback before you kind of go and, and blow anything out of the park. And I think really make sure you're passionate about it. You know, I am so lucky and thankful. Like I actually love what I do. I turn my passion into my work and it never really feels like I'm going to work every day. So I think when you really love what you do, you know, when starting a company and you have to give up every single thing in your life and really make this your primary focus, it just makes it more enjoyable. I think when you're truly passionate about it. Well, I think so many of us will look at female founders and just entrepreneurs in general on social media and like fantasize about this life. It looks like amazing to be your own boss and create your own thing and like pave your own path. But like, as with anything on social media, I think we all know behind the scenes, there's a different side of things. Everyone loves to show their highlight reel. And I want to dive into that with you when it comes to being an entrepreneur. What are the best parts that come along with it? And what are some of the worst parts that you struggle with? So I think the best parts are really changing. I I think changing the game for women's health and fitness, it's so near and dear to my heart. And I think, you know, getting a group of people on my team who really share that same dedication and passion and, you know, changing that for so many women out there and changing lives, I think so incredible when you actually have an idea and a vision and it comes to life and people can experience that. That's really, really rewarding. And I, you know, I wouldn't change much, but there's a lot of responsibility, um, you know, that comes with owning your own company and, and having, especially as your team grows and the more and more people that you bring on, it's, it's a lot of responsibility, but I think you have to be a problem solver. You know, every day there's a new problem 
and you have to quickly, you know, take a step back process and then quickly make moves and, and solve and move on to the next thing. Exactly. Well, we've heard that you're a big believer in trying anything and just seeing what happens. So can you share more on this and why trial and error can be effective with just anything in life? Yeah. So I think business-wise, you know, you, you don't know until you test and try and listen to your customers and get the data back. And I always tell my team, you know, don't think of an idea of, is it scalable? If it works, we'll figure out how to scale it, you know, test and try new messaging or new, new, anything, you know, on the website. And I, you don't really know. I might think I have the best idea in the world and it's genius and it, it could fail. You know, mm-hmm. nobody clicked on that button. Nobody wanted to watch that workout and you just have to keep iterating. I think it also keeps you relevant and fresh and you, you know, don't be afraid to make a mistake, learn from it, move on. And I think from a personal standpoint, what works for you, you know, Sophie and Kylie might not work for me. And especially, you know, when it comes to food or supplements or skincare. It's so individualized. I think each person is unique and different and you have to kind of experiment and test and try. And I think you also don't grow if you don't get uncomfortable. And that's a big lesson. I think I personally learned this year, especially with my health journey is getting uncomfortable and seeing how I can grow from those, those times. Well, as you're dealing with business and life and your own health journey and everything that is going on, how do you feel like you are able to keep yourself in a good headspace, but also a motivated headspace because burnout is real. And this year has just had so many ups and downs, I guess this last year and a half now. And so I'd love to hear like your tips on how you stay in a really good headspace. I really prioritize daily movement of of some sorts. You know, it doesn't have to be a... 50 minute workout or even a 30 minute workout every day. I think it truly is such a gift to be able to move your body and just waking up and kind of having that ritual of stretching and opening and just doing something to kind of wake everything up and get my blood going. I recently moved out of New York city. And I think that has been a big kind of game changer of actually getting outside in the morning and Mm -hmm. breathing in fresh air and just being in nature. And I think taking time to do things for me, you know, this is with my work and my health. I'm just really trying to be very selfish right now and, you know, do the things that I know are going to make me happy and really say no to the things that I don't want to do. And that aren't going to make me happy. Mm -hmm. This is kind of a big question, but what do you think is the best piece of advice that you've ever received off the top of your head? You know, one of my favorites is listen to learn and not listen to respond. It, it really stuck with me. And, you know, in business or even with friends, I think we always want to be, I know the answer, I want to be so quick, but I've been in situations where someone has responded actually to the wrong question because they weren't listening to what the other was asking them. And I think you know, it's okay to take a step back and really process things and really just be present in that meeting or be present with a friend or, you know, with your family and just listen to really absorb and learn as much as you can. I love that. And I think that people also want to be heard as much as they want to be responded to. So there's something so special in just listening and processing and not even saying as much, because sometimes I feel like that 
gives you so much more clarity. And like you said, in personal life, business life, everything, I've definitely noticed that that made a big difference in my life as well. But we want to dive into the PVOLVE method. So why do you feel that this type of movement in particular is the most effective? Obviously, you love it. You created your business around it. So we want to hear all about it. Oh, I don't even know where to start. It's so good. <laughs> it really is magical. You know, this method, it's it's all based on functional movement and low impact moves. So it's really, you know, no matter your age, no matter what point of your fitness or your movement journey that you're at, you really can enter this, you know, workout program and it's going to have major benefits on your body and on your life. So it's all about creating total body strength, improving your mobility, your flexibility, your range of motion, stability. And it's, you know, getting your joints all mobile and fluid and turning on inactive muscles, targeting those, you know, hard to reach smaller muscle groups and just feeling very energized and opened after each workout. That's really big for us is not feeling depleted. I always feel, you know, very alive and energized after I finish a workout with PVOL. And I think, you know, whether it's your primary workout or you're kind of doing this to improve things that you love to do. We have a lot of members who do PVOL because it helps them hiking or running or biking. And it, it's really just getting your body to function correctly. Um, so I think, you know, no matter what your goals are when it comes to fitness and your health, I think PVOLV really can play a massive role in that. Yeah. Well, what do you do to optimize your workouts? Is there anything you do beforehand? Like, do you do it on intermittent fasting or do you do like a big meal before you work out or do you do coffee? Like, what do you do before you go and do a big workout? I'm a morning person because if I don't just wake up and do it, the day happens, the calls, the emails, I do feel like though, when I, when we were in office, cause our office was above our studio, I did love the lunchtime cause it gave me like a re-energize, but now working from home, I have to do it in the morning. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I, for me, it's all about kind of quality over quantity. You know, if I mm-hmm. am really knowing my body and listening, what does my body need today? What's it telling me? Do I want to do a recovery class? Do I want to only do 20 minutes or 40 minutes? I think prior to this, I was so kind of in this headspace of, I have to do a 40 minute class. I have to do the hour class, even if my body was exhausted. And then I'd half-ass it, you know, it'd be like 10 minutes in. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking be here throwing my leg around and just like, I want to leave. And so for me, if I only want to do those 10 or 15, 20 minutes, giving it my all, I think it's made a really big difference in my results. So I just had a thought when you said you're a morning person, I just saw something on Instagram the other day that I have like been implementing into my mornings for about a week now, and it's a game changer. So I keep my workout clothes by my bed and this girl, her name's Mel Robbins. She says when she wakes up in the morning, whether it be her alarm or it's just how she wakes up naturally, she counts down from five and she gets up five, four, three, two, one, and she's up and her clothes are right there. Her workout clothes, she throws them on. And she said it just makes such a big difference in getting you moving in the morning. And me being a morning person, this has helped even more. So I feel like you guys need to try this if you I love, love morning that. movement. I'm trying it. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. I'm like up and at right away. It's so nice. But I want to know, you said you're being more intuitive with your workouts and kind of just feeling what you need. Do you have like a typical 
workout schedule? Do you find yourself working out five days a week with the recovery day? Do you find yourself moving every day? Is there like a, is there a main thing that you do when it comes to scheduling your workouts? So definitely Monday through Friday, I plan, you know, I look at my calendar and I actually will put it into my calendar, even if it is before calls. Cause I just I'm very kind of schedule type A that way. So when I see it, I can get excited. If I'm not going to do a live class, I go into the library and pick out what I'm going to do. So it's all ready for me. But I, I really am like seven days a week. And that is not, you know, our intense cardio or our low impact cardio and our strength and sculpt classes. I really am probably doing about four days sculpting and the rest of the days, more of a gentle recovery. I definitely have added in a lot more stretching. Even when I do those workout days, I was recently diagnosed with Lyme disease in January. So pre-Lyme, I was more six days sculpt cardio hour and a half, just because it felt so good on my body. But now um, it's definitely more of a shorter time frame. but still I just want to, you know, I want to feel strong and mobile in my body. And so it's important for me to still move it every day. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Well, on the topic of recovery and how important it is for your body, are there any tools, products, or treatments that you use to help your body recover and feel its best? My favorite topic. Um, <laughs> I love the foam roller. I probably foam roll every night before bed for like 30, 40 minutes. And then we just launched our little massage balls that like under your foot, right when you wake up, I'm going to send you guys some because I can just see you getting out of your bed, putting your workout clothes on and doing this on your foot. That is like, oh my God. Wow. Sounds so satisfying. I've never tried anything like this. I don't pay attention to my feet. I feel like we should though. I have tight feet. Yeah. That made me really want to do it right now. You know, it's like w- once you become aware of it, it's hard to think how, how was I never aware of it? Wow. Look at all these kind of great benefits it has after that. Um, yeah. So you'll love it. My higher dose blanket. I have an infrared sauna, hot, cold showers, Epsom salt baths, my led light. I love all the tools and kind of anything that can just get me to calm down for a moment. Do you take any like supplements or are you a big magnesium person rubbing it on your skin, ingesting it? Like, do you have anything like that that helps recovery? I have my, my supplement cabinet. Um, it's <laughs> quite scary. I do. I take magnesium every night, but my supplement routine is less about recovery and more to do with my Lyme. So and I, supplements, I always kind of get scared to recommend anything because I think it is also so personal, mm-hmm. but, you know, I do cook with like a lot of turmeric and ginger and all those good anti-inflammatory foods that I also think help, you know, with just any type of inflammation and wanting to recover your muscles or your body. Well, maybe we could dive into that a little bit, how you came around to finding your supplemental routine, because I think so many people, me included, see supplements online that have changed people's lives and you want to try them. But how did you find your routine? Was it blood test? Did you have your doctor make sure everyone you're taking is good for you? How did you decide which supplements were for you? Yeah, I definitely do my blood work probably every two months, like full blood. And then we kind of change it, change it based on that. Um, You know, it's a lot of stuff to promote energy 
And if I'm deficient in certain minerals and supplementing with that or trying different foods. So I think it, it depends on what your goals are. You know, I always would recommend if you kind of are new to the supplement space, starting with the doctor and looking at your blood work and going from there, you know, there are certain supplements. I think magnesium is great or vitamin C is great, vitamin D, you know, certain things that I think are okay to take without doing all of that kind of work with the doctor. But I think it, it's so personalized and really dependent upon what goals that you have for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to dive in a little deeper with your Lyme diagnosis. So can you share how this affected you both mentally and physically? And is there anything that helped you in dealing with this? Because I know it, it's still relatively unknown and there's not a lot of things out there about it. And not many people know about it. So what have you found has helped you try to deal with this? Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, it's definitely very draining and exhausting. And my heart breaks for anybody that has experienced this or going through it. And, you know, for me, I felt I, I came such a long way in kind of my fitness and health journey and was so in tune with my body and overnight, just not being in control of my body and not really understanding what's going on and just knowing that there was something off. So, you know, once I kind of knew, okay, this is what the underlying issue is, then it was absorbing it. Okay. And now how I'm, I'm going to tackle it. I think the biggest recently, what's made a very big difference for me is meditation. I was, I always wanted to meditate, but I never kind of put myself first. I think I always really was putting my business first and everybody that worked with me first and all of our members first. And I'm really trying to prioritize me and what is, you know, that balance of doing these daily things that are going to just mentally make such a big difference to me. How do you meditate? How do I meditate? So I learned how to do TM mm -hmm. transcendental meditation this summer. And then I've also been working with, we are launching meditation um, next month. And so I've been working with Jess, who is our, our meditation girl. And, you know, definitely it wasn't as hard as I thought I actually, you know, but I, it's something I think you really have to try to stick with it. You know, same thing with like the celery juice. I would try and after four days, I'm like, screw this. But mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself two weeks. What's the worst thing that's going to happen in two weeks? It's either I'm going to love it or I'm going to hate it. And I really, you know, ended up really enjoying it. Amazing. Well, for someone who doesn't really know what Lyme disease is, how do you contract Lyme disease? Is it from ticks? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I did get very lucky in the sense that I actually found them on me. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of people don't even find the ticks on them and it can be years and they're just, you know, not feeling great and they can't get to the, to the source of what's really going on with them. So mine was pretty kind of quick, you know, I got bit three, four months later, I was very, very, very sick. And then I started doing all of the testing until um, I got that result, but it's, um, it can have a lot of other co-infections and it can bring other things up. And now I'm kind of trying to focus on all my gut health. Cause I had to go on four months of very strong antibiotic mm -hmm. and it's, it's always, um, something new every day, but I think it really has kind of taught me to just have a different outlook on life. And I think not 
sweat the small shit that happens and just really want to try to just put positive, good vibes into the world. Cause I'm like, I got bigger shit to worry about and deal with. And so I try to, you know, look at any good in a bad situation and kind of what lessons I can learn. And I think also I've really, even with our content have really been focused on bringing more of this recovery and and stretching world onto our on-demand platform that a lot of our members have really been enjoying and loving. Yeah. I always say you don't have problems until you have problems. Like we think we have these little micro things in our day that just feel like the end of the world sometimes. And I wasn't feeling so great last week. And I was like, okay, this is something that like really sucks. You know, I'm like, oh, last week I should have just like enjoyed being healthy and well, not focused on the little things, but I want to touch on gut health. That's something that Sophie and I are both really passionate about. What do you feel like you do to make your gut health the best it can be? You know, it's really, I, I thought before all of this, I was in a healthy place. I don't think that I fully was. Um, I still think in learning so much, I'm just starting to work with a new specialized doctor. So I will report back on any tips and tricks that they give me. But I think, you know, for me right now, it's, it's really what I used to be able to eat kind of sends me into a downward spiral now. So it's very... Um, each day is different and there's a lot of kind of outside factors. Did I sleep when it's raining? I don't feel good. It's a bunch of crazy stuff, but right now really what's kind of fueling my body, making me feel good is a lot of, you know, fresh fruits and eating organic. And I live by a lot of farms, so I eat local and everything that's fresh and in season and fruits and vegetables are like my best friends right now. And just, you know, what do I like? And just kind of keeping things very clean and simple and just Mm -hmm. seeing how I respond to it and keeping track. And it's, you know, that's another one trial and error. Mm -hmm. And again, it's very personalized to each and every person, but can you tell us about P Volve unfiltered? Because we love being unfiltered on this podcast. And so this is a topic that we love. What is this all about? Yeah. So P-Valve Unfiltered was a campaign that we did where we really wanted to bring, you know, these taboo hidden topics when it comes to women's health and really bring them to the forefront in a very safe space with our trainers, our community and our experts in the field. So everything from your menstrual cycle to orgasms, to pelvic floor health, and really just create this environment where women could chime in and get to know their body better. Um, And I think women, you know, they don't, at least I didn't really understand how fitness can play a role in your overall health and how they really, you know, mind movement meals, it kind of all goes together. And then from that campaign, we really went on to launch even more, you know, on-demand content specifically around pelvic floor strengthening, pelvic floor releasing, our phase and function program that's all around optimizing your menstrual cycle. Um, And it was really kind of great to see these, these women want to participate in this conversation that's usually, you know, left to you in Google alone, or you and a doctor or you and a girlfriend. Um, And I think it's important to be talking about a lot of these topics. Yeah. And Google can be such an intimidating place to look up any topic. My boyfriend is like the perfect example. He goes down rabbit holes every time he has a headache. And every time he searches into anything, he reads the bad side effects that, 
you know, WebMD has to say. And I feel like it's so nice to be able to go to a place like PVOLV Unfiltered. I feel like Goop is a place that Sophie and I both love to read about these conversations where it's just like people like us with like interests talking about these topics and not making it so complicated. Have you found that any topics in particular have like really resonated with the listeners and like you weren't expecting such a great turnout, but people were like dying to hear about this certain topic? I think everything around how to optimize your cycle when it does come to the, you know, mind movement and meals people, I think as women, I mean, what I didn't even know my body went through four different phases. I didn't even know why I would, you know, crave certain foods or reject certain movement or, you know, be a total bitch one day and then it'd be gone. So I think there was a lot to uncover and learn. And I I think women, they, they want to know, they don't want to be embarrassed and ashamed. I think being a woman is so powerful and it's, it's such a tool when you can feel in control of your own body and, and feel that power from within. Yeah. I love that. Well, we also know that Pevolve is launching nutrition soon. So do you have any diet and nutrition principles that you live by? And did these influence parts of your nutrition line? Yes. So we are launching in January and I, what I really brought over was clean ingredients, short ingredient list, you know, low sugar, low sodium, non-GMO, no artificial, and just really making sure that this product was as high performance, you know, as, as it possibly could be. I think in my personal life, definitely always stay true to clean, wholesome, organic, local. Definitely now, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, things look a little different. There are certain things that I kind of can and cannot eat that will just trigger different reactions um, in my body. But I'm so super, super, super excited about this product. We've been working on it for almost a little over a year now. um, And I'm just dying to get it into our members' hands. So exciting. So I'd love to know, were there any big celebrity clients or maybe just girl crushes you have who joined the PVOLV community or posted about doing PVOLV workouts that just got you like so excited? Like, wow, I love her. She's doing my workouts. This is so cool. So we have been working really closely with Iskra Lawrence and I'm a really big fan of hers. I just think, you know, when you want to talk about someone who just exudes confidence and just, you can tell like she feels so good in her body. Um, and she just totally got our method and speaks the same language as, as us. And as we've really kind of been there and watched her go through her, her movement journey and, you know, having her baby wanting to feel kind of confident back in her and her skin. And I think she just is such a great role model for women out there. So she was really exciting. Yeah. That's so cool. I've seen so many people posting about people, but it's everywhere. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) It's still crazy. Like if someone's like, Oh, I know what that is. I'm like, you do, you, you know what that is. Oh my God. So cool. Yeah. Lastly, we ask all of our guests this, what are three products or gadgets? And it can be anything, anything that comes to your mind that you just can't live without. Okay. So our P-Ball, that's our hero product we launched with because I use it for not only working out, but stretching recovery. I can travel with it. And honestly, like six years later, that thing still works magic. Um, anything biologique, 
for skincare oh, products, best. the best. And I cannot live without my barefoot dreams blankie. It goes with me everywhere I go. It's my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to send you a facialist that I just recently found in the city who does all VR. And I swear to God, it's the best facial I've ever had. Her name is oh Skincare God. by Alina, but I'm going to send it to you because if you love BR, you're going to die. Yeah. It, it's just like so good. I can't express it enough. Sophie's like, Kylie, stop talking about it. I keep telling her about these facials. She's it looks so good. I got to try. Amazing. Well, could you please let our listeners know where they can find you, where they can pi- find Pevolve and follow anything that's going on with you and your company? Yeah. So you can find Pevolve at Pevolve.com and at Pevolve on social. And I am at our Katzman. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. It's been such a pleasure having you on. And thank you for giving us your time today. Thanks so much. All right, guys, we hope that you loved that episode with Rachel Katzman. She's so inspiring, such a girl boss and loves fitness like us. And we actually picked a few Q&A questions about fitness this week for you guys. So let's dive on into it. The first question, does your weight fluctuate or are you both naturally slim? So I am naturally slim, but for the body I have now, it does take work. I do work out whenever I can and I eat clean most of the time, but I used to be about 10, maybe 15 when I was at my heaviest pounds heavier, like a few years ago, but I was never bigger than that. I was always relatively slim, but to be toned and to be as slim as I am now, it takes work. So I do put in the effort and I think it's just important to be transparent about that, to know that if you want to reach a goal in life, it does take work. It takes consistency. And I think that's just important to put out there. What about you? Oh my God. Queen of fluctuation here. I fluctuate (laughs) so much week to week, but I do not weigh myself anymore. That never served a purpose for me except for stressing me out. Either I would be at the perfect weight and I would say, oh, wow, okay, I have some freedom here. I can like eat worse or I'd be like super heavy and it would put me into this tailspin like I have to work so crazy hard for the next few weeks. I go with how I feel and how I look, not how many pounds I see on the scale, but I absolutely fluctuate and I work damn hard for my body. I work out six to seven days a week. I eat as clean as I can while also enjoying the nice things in life. And I think that we should normalize this. It's okay to fluctuate. It is so okay to fluctuate. And so many of us do, but you know what? You look at my Instagram page, you probably don't see those fluctuations because who wants to show these bad sides of themselves? You know what I mean? So just don't take everything as you see online and just tune into you and your body and accept that you'll fluctuate. And honestly, I challenge you to not use a scale if you don't have to, because as you work out and as you eat different things, I'm weight training now, my weight's going to go up a little bit, but I'll probably tone up a little bit. So it's all relative and just accept that your body is your body and it's okay to accept the fluctuations that come with it. Yeah. Don't get stressed out by it. If your body changes a few pounds here and there, like who cares? You can always go back to how you were before just by putting in some extra work. So like if it happens, it happens. I just go with it. And then when I feel ready to get back to the gym or start eating clean again, I'll do it. But like, I'm in no hurry. I just listen to my body and do what feels right. Yep. Question number two we have is, have you ever tried boxing and what results did you achieve from doing this sport? Yes, I have tried boxing tried and true and love it so much. I was in amazing shape when I was boxing. I went to Gotham gym religiously twice a week in New York City. 
And unfortunately, I have fallen off that horse. I have not been back in a little while because it is very tough. And so when I haven't done it in a while, it's hard for me to get back in there because it's tough, but I need to, I need to rip that bandaid off and go back in there because I found my body was toned. My arms were amazing. Good core comes along with boxing and I think it's a great sport. If you haven't tried it yet, give it a go. I I couldn't recommend it more. The only thing is it did make my shoulders a little bit tight because you're kind of hunched over when you're doing the proper form. So I did have to pay more attention to recovery around my shoulders, CBD cream from Cured Nutrition, or I would just do foam roller on my shoulders. I would use a Theragun. I had to pay extra close attention, but that was maybe the only downside and nothing that I couldn't handle. What about you? I haven't done like a full-on boxing session. I did one kickboxing session once and I also tried to go to Rumble. I just found it too difficult. Like I found it really, really intense. It was too much cardio for me. Like it was too hardcore. I couldn't do it. But I have seen girls get insane results from it. Like their abs are so ripped and they get arm muscles and everything just tones up. So the results that I've seen look amazing. But for me, it doesn't suit. And just to name drop a little bit, if you're looking at going to a gym in New York, highly recommend Gotham Gym. They get Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper. They get them all in shape. So highly recommend. Good stuff. Well, there you have it. We are wrapping this up. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I hope you picked up some great tips from Rachel and we would really appreciate it if you could share some love and go over to the Apple Podcast reviews and leave us a little rating. We would really appreciate it. Yes, and click that subscribe button, guys, so you get notifications every Tuesday when we release our brand new episodes. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Not So Simple Life Podcast. We have tons of content on there, all made for you guys, and we really hope you can check that out. Until then, guys, we will see you for a brand new episode next Tuesday.